Alicia Tova, and this is The Freelance Hustle, a podcast about go-getters who ditched the 9-to-5 life and decided to embark on their own business endeavors. Hey guys, it's Alicia, and welcome to an episode of The Freelance Hustle. I've missed you all so much. And I'm so excited to be putting out a surprise episode. I have or had a lot of stress over, oh my God, do I have to come out with another season? Like how much planning is involved in that? You know, right now photo stuff is so busy, but there's so much on my mind that I'm like, oh, I want to share this with people and get this out somewhere. So alas, in episode, I will be putting them out randomly as inspiration strikes This is an episode with my associate. She is new starting from August. She has been such an integral part of my business throughout this second half of the year, the craziest year we've all ever had. So I cannot wait to dive into this conversation. I love, 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 loved it. Uh, Her name is Momoko Fritz, and I hope you guys enjoy. All right, let's get into it. Hi, Alicia. Hi, everybody. (laughs) So you found out about me through the podcast. I did. Is that right? I did. So I hosted these dinners called At Home with Momoko, and I used to do it with Mandy Lancia, and she she ended up going on her own, doing more of her stuff, and she highlighted you on her uh, Mm. woman's Instagram page, The Collective. It's on your profile, and then I went and just kind of stalked you and I thought your work was very unique it stood out and it was interesting and then I listened to your podcast because you talked about it in your feed and I guess I just knew right away I had to meet you because I really liked what you had to say I thought it was really smart it was succinct and then it made sense and yeah I reached out to you via email Mm -hmm. and you responded actually faster than I thought. It was one of those like, I hope it works. And you responded, we met and Mm -hmm. yeah, that's how I got to know you. And then you reached out. Yeah. Should I say this part? Oh yeah. Okay. You reached out around winter and kind of just mentioned the associate thing. And to tell you the truth, when you mentioned it in our first conversation, Mm -hmm. I was really surprised because I said, could I just second shoot for you? And Mm -hmm. you responded really lo- with a lovely email saying, yeah, your work is really unique, it's great, mm-hmm. and uh, we, I'd love to actually meet with you, and we did, and you mm-hmm. mentioned the associate. I just stored that to the back of my brain, and then, of course, COVID hit, and you mm-hmm. just said, hey, I'm getting a bunch of inquiries still, and I have to move all my weddings to 2021. Would you, you know, can we get this started? And we did. Yeah, so I think it was a long, I think we've, it didn't happen overnight, right? Like, so I think our first meeting was, like, last winter, so maybe 2019. It was. Then we met. Yes. Okay, and then I, and this, I think, was the time in the podcast where if people have been listening, I always was like, I know my next step is getting an associate. Like, I know I need to start building on this. Like, how do I do that? It's a lot when you're trying to take care of your current clients and then figure out future stuff for your business. So as you can see, my procrastination is real. I'm not perfect. And it wasn't until COVID that everything just became such a roadblock in my business. And I reached back out to you, like you said, and um, 
for the last four months now. I think our first shoot that you had under me was in August. It's just like been going, 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 and in, it's been amazing. No, it really has. I I didn't realize how fast it was going to happen. I think COVID propelled mm-hmm. both of our lives into this situation mm-hmm. where I had a need to grow my business um, in actually a different way, and you had a need to fulfill all these inquiries. Mm-hmm. And it, it, in a weird, crazy way, it worked out for both of us. In addition, I hate to use this pun, but it was a perfect marriage yeah. <laughs> for you and I. <laughs> No, it definitely was. It's, I mean, it's been amazing also to see us both grow and just how much we've both learned going into this. And I think with anything business related, it's always going to be a learning curve for each person involved. But so far, it's been really mutually beneficial. You know, you're getting a lot more work than you did previously. You're getting paid. The clients that you're seeing are great for 95% of it as all freelance clients, you know, and we're both growing and evolving as artists and as business women. Wouldn't you agree? Oh, absolutely. I just, I feel like this is very interesting for me because I've worked for other companies before. Um, I had always done photography and it's been a struggle for me to get, um, to get really going and with the momentum of just work flowing. Yeah, talk more about that. Like, how has it been for you as a freelancer over the last five years? Yeah, I think I'm going to speak to the audience out there who feels like they've been stuck in a rut or if you just always knew your business can go further, but you just didn't know how. And uh, I would have to say that a lot of just my life experiences ended up becoming the reason why I got to this point. Just, I got married young, had children, um, my first child by 26, and had three boys, and always knew I wanted to work. And I loved, I love photography, it's what I got my degree in, and I knew I would do that, but I didn't know how. So, I'm that person who has a brain split in several ways. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't create a business as much as I tried. And I made a lot of errors on the way. And I didn't hold myself accountable the way I've seen Alicia hold me accountable. And after all these years, I realized when, after Alicia proposed the idea of an associate, um, I realized that I was never meant to own my business as, as far as the wedding industry goes and family photos. I was just never meant to run the business. Mm-hmm. And I came to peace with that. And becoming an associate freed me up so much emotionally. And it, Alicia filled in all the gaps that I had been missing. And it was one of those things where I'm like, you know what? I'm very happy in this place. I don't mm-hmm. need a full on huge business. I have a double income family. I have a lot of freedom financially that way that I could not worry about you know, client inter- interfacing on the internet that Alicia's taught me, uh, just language in so many ways, like mm-hmm. email language, customer language. Mm-hmm. And I had actually been missing those skills. So mm-hmm. I feel very much this is a challenge that I needed in my life, but also really happy not owning the full spectrum of the business and being under Alicia's name. Gaining an 
I've touched on this in the podcast, but it just allows for an immense amount of trust for the other person. And I definitely think I saw something in you that I hadn't seen in other people I met with that was like, your work is good. And that itself, you cannot teach. Like you really can, you know, like you said, teach email etiquette and processes and Google Docs. Like that stuff can come, but especially coming from New York and seeing the Midwest market, like I just knew you had a special eye. And I know that my clients want that and appreciate that from me. And I can tell that you just understand light and composition in an interesting way. And, you know, for someone who I think I shoot really intentionally, I really wanted to find that in someone else as well. Um, And it's been just amazing to see you grow and to be receptive to my feedback has just been like a very, I think, and that's what we can talk about, like hard conversations we've had, things that are not easy about working with another artist and another human being. Um, I haven't had coworkers since 2014, you know, so even today, like, Technically, Mondays are supposed to be our admin days, and we haven't met in maybe two or three weeks, and that's probably my fault. But you know, it's there's so many challenges involved. But at the end of the day, it feels so good to relinquish some of my control and to be able to trust you more and more with that each and every day and each and every shoot just makes me feel so much at ease. And to reciprocate the same feelings, it's nice to get feedback after all these years. I have been shooting and I've been honing my style and really just exploring different parts of photography because you can still photograph after 20 years and find something new. And with you, I learned quickly learned so many new skill sets. And I believe it requires you to really open your mind to that, not to think that you had figured it all out. And when I joined you, that was a big deal for me, that I would just be as, as malleable and receptive to you just because I wanted, it, I wanted this to work out and I still wanted my voice, but I also knew there was so much more to learn. Mm-hmm. And I think if you can open your, uh, well, I guess kind of like your emotional part of your work, you have to let a lot of emotions go. And I knew, and this is kind of more of the woo-woo part of it, but... I knew that I would have to tackle some like some very deep emotional problems I had attached to my business. And mm-hmm. I, I do believe a lot of artists do that, or entrepreneurs. They um, tend to put a lot of this emotion into it. And I, I mm-hmm. realized I did a lot of that. Mm-hmm. I put so much emotion into how I drove my business with my clientele. And Alicia, what she's taught me is to you know take it back and to not put, you, you've taught me that, and I don't put all that emotion in there, it is just this, and that's mm-hmm. helped me become a practical thinker mm-hmm. in my business. But to go back to your, what you were talking about feedback, was I wanted to get better. I truly wanted to work with you, so that meant I had to give up some of my old thought processes, mm-hmm. my old, even some ways I shot, and I could still hold on to myself. I tend to tell clients of Alicia's, um, yeah, Leach and I are similar, but I tend to be a little more architectural in my work, a little more, um, I tend to favor the building as well, you know, kind of use it as a character. 
And Alicia's taught me a lot about the emotional element and, and the feeling of the photograph. Mm -hmm. So I, I was able to bring both of those elements and because at the end of the day, it is still Alicia's product that I'm a part of that I want to help sell. How do you feel about associating? Like, are, do you, and I know you just, you had mentioned, you know, that you are liking it and enjoying it, but like, just for people out there listening who, you know, maybe feel like that's an avenue that they haven't thought about yet, that they maybe now are listening to this being like, wait, maybe I should just associate for someone. Like, how has it been? That's a really good question. I really wish, <laughs> I really wish I would have had this advice maybe three or four years ago. Um, so I'm gonna just hand this out to anyone out there who's on the fence that you would be surprised how how much a better fit that could be for you. And you probably know you're that person. Um, and when you do, I would embrace it. And the reason being is that I definitely have a life where I can't, I can't really sit through. I don't. I don't have help with my kids, mm -hmm. and I um, I do a lot of the after school stuff. And my husband works full time, has to commute before COVID, mm -hmm. so we really had to divide up our time with the children. But I took the majority of it, and that was really hard for me. It was really hard to sit. You know, at the end of the night, sit down at my desk and just mm -hmm. all of a sudden think of logistics. And I knew that my situation right now in my life just can't do that. I couldn't do it, and I and I knew now is the time to get um, to get going with the business, to hit the ground running. And so Alicia just entered. I think it was entered at the right time in my life. I mean, it just she just kind of appeared, you know, via some someone else. Mm -hmm. And with all that said, COVID has been horrible. But the thing that has been amazing is Alicia <laughs> and our working together, just yeah. because. You have been receptive, and I, well, can I tell everybody, so I wrote yeah. this crazy email to Alicia one night, because she, like, had a critique, I'm going to tell you this, she had a critique, and I was like, oh my gosh, yeah, um, I had a little too much wine, drank bad idea of midnight, and I was, like, really kind of defensive about her critique, and the next morning, I had to do, like, the, sh you know, the walk of shame, the email of shame, and realize that, um, First of all, I knew it wasn't that bad. And then Alicia called me right away. And this meant so much, Alicia, to me. Like this, I knew I could trust you after this. You and I had this conversation, like a heart to heart, like we want this to work. And what I was really deeply worried was that you were gonna be like, I'm done. Um, I don't wanna do this anymore. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I, and I'm, to me, I'm like, oh, I failed. And when you reassured me on the phone, that was all I needed to have uh, you, you, know, you saying that I have your back, Mo. Um, we're gonna work on this together mm -hmm. and that's all I needed and it propelled me to Make better work. I want then I wanted to make better work because you didn't come at me mm -hmm. like in a defensive manner You said mm -hmm. we got to make this work and that inspired me to work harder for you So that mm -hmm. conversation was pivotal for me. Yeah, and from that point on it was just a really good cohesive conversation mm -hmm. open-ended conversation between you and I and you taught me a lot about how to give feedback. Like, <laughs> you know, that is something I think my biggest growing pain of mine that I've been working on is like, okay, I can't reassure her enough how much, how great of a job she's doing, 
But also, I need to bear witness to like, no, I, 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 I know what looks not even good. It's just, I know what my clients see from my work and I know what they expect. And how do I help Momoko get there in a really positive and inspiring way rather than a, what you're doing is wrong, do it my way, or I don't like it, you know? And, and it's, it's been super challenging for me, but also so positive and just, I've learned so much about people skills and working relationships and you know that email that night it was one of the first weddings that I had had her do I really you know gave her a lot of responsibility right away it was uh you know a high-end client and couple and my feedback was in any podcast or book that they tell you about managing and business skills it's like what not to do and it was just like hey i these aren't good like these i don't like these and of course someone is going to come at it from a defensive light but i think it's taken a lot of really great conversations and sticking in the mud to then like come out the other end and to just always reassure the other person that you're working with like hey those conversations aren't going to go away like it actually we have to have those on a regular basis or else you know or else expectations get lost or communication gets lost and that doesn't work either yeah i think if you're going to have an associate this is actually mm-hmm. really a great starting place is communication mm-hmm. and i think both of you both of you both of us we both flipped to the right position. You you went to, okay, she, she can't be told that mm-hmm. her work looked bad. And then I went to, hey, you have to get, you have to receive the feedback in order to get better. Yeah. And, and when I say flip, I mean you immediately changed your tactic with mm-hmm. me. And I immediately toned down those feelings and mm-hmm. had to remember you're working for somebody. Mm-hmm. The expectation is that you have to deliver. And it is a lot of pressure, but really it's the trust that you've given me that has really helped a ton. It, that's what makes me want to deliver is trust. Because I've actually had horrible experiences in the past working with other photographers and specifically females mm-hmm. and the Midwest that have actually caused me to retract from forging any like alliances, if you will, or Mm -hmm. like relationships. And so I had a little bit of just that fear of you're really not doing a great job and I just don't like it. And instead of taking that as an affront of my character, just more of like, hey, we are going to have to make this work together. So I had to take a step back and just slow down. But over time, we've, we've honed in a communication style between the two of us where we sit down and it is a positive, actually like a very positive feedback session that we Mm -hmm. go through where you essentially list the things that I did well and how you as a photographer, you say, I like this, but you know, again, to hone in on Alicia's style since I am working underneath her, she'll say, these are some specific details that I do appreciate, you know, seeing. So um, so people know that it's not that I'm getting lost at all. It's a true desire to be a better photographer. And Alicia, and I've made decisions that Alicia doesn't do in her own work where she says, I like this, do that. 
And these sessions have proven to be very successful, don't you think? I, I really like them. Yeah, and I'm I'm actually looking right now at some of the emails that you'll send me after shoots. And this is, again, something we've trial and error, you know, now realizing after she would shoot, I would kind of wonder like, huh, I wonder wonder how the session went and <laughs> do I call her and bug her or, but now we have this protocol that just, she sends me over like an overall note section after the shoot and just gives me general notes, like how the light was, how the weather was, where the kids behaved, you know, just basic, uh, kind of info about the shoot. And then what I love at the end, it's, we always go over wins and improvements. And before I even go at Momoko's photos with a critical eye, I feel like it's forced you to go internal and do it for yourself, which is so beneficial for photographers, is to really, and that's how I remember getting better and better as the years went by, is I would actually like critique my own sessions after I sent them. Um, and that really, like, bottom line is just how you improve as a person and an artist. And um, and I just love reading what you have to say of, like, what you feel you walked away with from a really positive experience and what you feel you can always improve on. And I think every photographer, no matter their skill level or experience, like, can always benefit from doing something like that after a shoot. Um, well, in addition... I am really hard on myself. I mm-hmm. only see the bad. So Alicia asked, actually asked me to find what I liked in my work. Yes, Do you I, remember? yes. I she kept Moko kept. <laughs> you know, after every shoot, Moko, how was the shoot? Oh, I think I could have done a better job. I, you know, she would basically set me up for like I was ready to look at these photos and be like, oh, here we go again with the, you know, the one time we ever were off base. It's like, and I've now learned, I'm like, oh, you're just really critical. Let's, let's like also point out the things that you did well. And I think that's been a huge per- perspective shift for Actually, you. Actually, it was really good for me. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. I look at, I'm like, I am, I was really abusive on my, on my end to yeah. myself. And I think it's just, you kind of get in that mode when you work alone. You have no feedback. No one's telling you what you're doing wrong, so you have to be your worst critic. Mm-hmm. But, again, this is both emotionally and business healthy is to reflect on what you did right because how can you enjoy your work if you're constantly feeling bad? Mm-hmm. And not only do I have to tell myself it's good, Alicia will be my cheerleader. She's mm-hmm. back, back there going these look amazing. And I, I often reply, really? <laughs> She's like, Mo. And um, I, I really, after all these years, I just, I do need to hear it. I yeah. Can, and that's where the associate in me makes sense. Mm-hmm. Alicia's there to cheerlead me on. And I don't need the feedback every time. Because mm-hmm. I think over time, I've been like, I feel very proud of this. And, and I have responded, you know, a couple times like, this is, this looks great. This looks better. And that is something I need to verbalize more. But um, it, after all these years, it's just nice to have an actual person who isn't my client who's afraid to tell me um, their feelings, which I've t- tried before the review process with clients, and they were afraid to tell me. And I think Alicia, which I l- actually loved, maybe just a child of an immigrant woman, I just love like the straight-up, tell-me-the-truth feedback. Mm-hmm. But most importantly, I realized I really needed to hear the good feedback. That was actually what I needed the most. And you have provided it. And 
it really has given me so much energy to do well. Mm-hmm. And that has helped renewed my love of shooting. And so you don't need to work for yourself to love your work. You can work as an associate. That's, this is me, you know, waving the flag of associate. It's mm-hmm. been amazing for me. And hasn't it been amazing to see just how easy of a sell it gets? At, you know, the more you produce the work that you are proud of, the more that clients can trust that like, oh, Alicia has an associate, but she's really good. And all of a sudden it's like, now on my website, when people inquire, you know, there's always this selection. Are you interested in just Alicia Tova or are you open to my other options I have? And more and more people click that second option because I think they've either heard about you or seen you on my Instagram or, you know, whatever we're doing is obviously working. and. Um, it's been really gratifying. It's been going really fast too. I'm like, surprised yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised how fast it's worked, but I think mm-hmm. we also had to hit the ground running with the fall. It yeah. was Alicia yeah. doing two a days and then a wedding per day on the weekend. Yeah. And then I was taking two a day. Yeah. It was bananas. It, yeah. Yeah. Maybe it was um, trial by fire. I was going to say maybe. Yeah. Now I have someone who actually sees just how many inquiries I get. A lot. <laughs> and it's overwhelming. It is a lot. And, and I, yeah. Yeah. I'm <laughs> at a loss for words on that. <laughs> but it's been so cool to problem solve that and, um, I mean, you speak to, I, I mean, I spoke a lot, but I've actually never really heard until, you know, until now, like, how have you been really feeling? I mean, because you often say you felt very empowered helping me through things, and mm-hmm. I like that you feel empowered, and that's the other thing I love about Alicia. She, she has been enjoying the process, and it actually causes me to relax to know that whatever I'm going through, she's there with me so how do you feel (laughs) I it's it's interesting like I haven't taken pause yet to really see just how great of a of a thing this has been and I think I am similar to you in that I do always look at you know I'm very hard on myself you know haven't put out a podcast episode in forever haven't um you know, gotten to my pricing, new pricing guides that I've wanted to design. Like there are just so many things where I'm so hard on myself and I'm constantly feeling like I'm failing at, but I do feel really proud of this. And I, I think I've put a lot of my time and effort into this relationship and fostering something that will actually, you know, stick with people. And that feels really good. And it also shows me like, you you need to work on it like constantly and if there are things in my business that I want to be paying more attention to like I need to give it more love and attention and I think right now in my life what I want to give love and attention to is to relinquish some of that control that I've had over the past five years I want to not shoot every weekend and every day and feel as though I am the only workhorse in this and I want to, like, see other photographers shine, knowing that, like, they're in a good place under me. And I think coming from my family and 
especially my dad, like I really do have a lot of inspiration when it comes to strong business people. And like as woo-woo as I am, like I really do enjoy and thrive in that business ownership and entrepreneurial position. Like I just do and I enjoy it and it brings me a lot of joy. Um, And it's been cool to like see that come to life and really just to see another person you know, thrive and kind of take on a whole new life of their own. And hopefully, like I said, just continue to relinquish more of that control. And hopefully then we bring another person on and you're training them and, and they're going to learn from you. And the amount of like, just joy that you'll get from that is really, really great. And so I think it's just taught me that you really can't do everything alone. And it's been nice to have you there by my side. How many shoots were you getting here? How many weddings did you take the previous year? Like what has been the difference in income and jobs gained or lost being with me? Well, it's hard to say because it's such a crazy year yeah. of the fall, but um, before I was, so I, the thing that set me up to want to be a, an associate, and if you find yourself in my situation, is I was second shooting heavily last last year, 2019. Um, 15 out of my 18 weddings were not mine. And then I would take huge um, bulk of families, but um, I'm 39. My kids, um, friends, parents were the ones who were hiring me, or my friends and their kids were getting older. So you do want to maintain kind of a younger base, if you will, in photography, especially with Instagram. So I knew two things were happening, is that I couldn't sustain being a second shooter, and I couldn't sustain the youthfulness of my clientele. And this is all strategic, and you should consider these things when you are growing older, like I am. So when I met Alicia, I actually, it was strategic in the sense, like I need to align myself with someone who already has this younger, hipper crowd, and also that I was not going to get it. And I also knew I, I had the skill set or talent. I'm not going to be like a hum. This is not a humble brag. You just know, like, I've done the work. I know the work is good. It's just sitting there. And so when Alicia came in, I was okay with saying, I'm happy for you to take a third because I don't have the capabilities of bringing in that clientele. And she was happy because she's like, great. I need someone I can work with, as you spoke before. You needed someone who had an eye. Um, so financially, it was a huge, it was a huge benefit to me. And I've actually done, because of our, um, because of our collaboration, mm-hmm. I've actually done better work. I've gotten more clients, and it may not be the prices I used to pull in, but it's definitely more work than I've ever pulled in. I have pulled in way more work, and it's actually been satisfying to work. I. I told Alicia, it's not so much the money, it's the actual work I'm doing that I feel so good about. I have the clientele and the marketing strategy and the customer service set up, and you had the skill set and the experience. Absolutely, and I could not get that on my own. Mm -hmm. It was not gonna happen, and I know that because I would actually have to hunt down random people in the street and say, let me photograph you, which Mm -hmm. is not something I have time or the taste for. Mm -hmm. And so, if again, if you find yourself in my situation where 
you know, things are just changing in your life. It, yeah. And it was just set up so well that I would join you. Or maybe you moved to a new city or oh, maybe exactly. you've changed careers. You know, there's a lot of things of like right time, right place. And I think with my company, I attributed a lot of it to when I had gotten laid off from this really hip, fun tech startup called fab.com. And they're no longer around, but that was in 2014. And at the time I had, you know, 150 coworkers who were the shit. And that's how my web started. And I think half of that is luck. Half of that is good networking. Who really knows? But it's kind of just followed me now with my portfolio and my circle and people all the time. I do think, you know, the positive feedback I've always gotten is, what is very consistent in my work is that it just seems like you have great subjects and great clients and and a point of view type of client and so i'm really proud of that and i get that it's really hard to do and not everyone can can do it or not everyone can understand like who they're really going after you know there's a lot of like young photographers in chicago who have like a really big push in like the Christian community who want like, you know, super lovey-dovey photos with them like piggybacking on each other. And that's not who my clients are, but good for them for figuring out that those are their clients and they're successful in their own lane. So I think if you want to jump into someone's lane, like great, do it. And you'll both grow together. Well, you also, and when you're speaking to brand, your mm -hmm. brand is so strong, and I've seen the inquiries, they pretty much la label what they want from you from what they've seen almost to a T. So Alicia's great at knowing who her client is based on a question she asks. She asks one, one question, what is it about me you like? Mm -hmm. And when you they've listed the majority of your style, she Alicia's like, this is my client, and, and she's right, and we show up, and there is this there is this great family, and they don't have to be super hip, but they, they know the vibe of Alicia. But what you've taught me about branding is it doesn't matter how they show up, you're the one driving the point of view. And that is something that I had a lot of hubris behind, and I didn't realize how much I did not until I worked with you. And I had all of a sudden, after all these years, realized, oh, I just didn't think I was getting the hip client. Well, I wasn't doing the hip stuff for the client. That was on me, and I, I'm sorry about that. But then I watch Alicia, and very much her brand is coming to her because her brand is so strong. And I really think if you're going to find someone um, you want to associate for, you find someone who you love their brand. Like, I loved her brand. I was on board immediately, and I'm like, how do I do this brand? There was no doubt in my mind. Right. And before, when I thought of other photographers, I always thought, oh, our brands don't match, or we're just not a fit. But when mm -hmm. I saw you, I'm like, I know. Mm -hmm. I just knew. And so that's something you should listen to inside of you. Do you know you want to be, is there nothing that you would rather do but be a part of this brand? Then you need to go after it. And, or do you want to try building that brand on your own? Sure, maybe. Or you're like, no, that looks like a fuck ton of work. I'm not going to. <laughs> and that's how I felt. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's it. I'm I mean, like, uh -uh. yeah. I mean, what a great thing to end on. It's I know, true. Right? <laughs> the most real thing. I mean, no, this whole, this whole conversation, though, has been really real. And I hope people really do find just a lot of usefulness out of listening to this and 
we are coming at it, both of us, from like a very honest and very real standpoint. And this is something that's happening in real time as we're figuring it out. And we've just learned so much that like, how could we not talk about it and share with our community? And so I want to thank you for having the idea of putting on the mic on the table and <laughs> having this conversation. Oh, I thought it was something... I think people need to hear it. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, um, there's always a lot of questions and a lot of self doubt in people. And that's not to say that there's not in us, but I think we can both pat ourselves on the back that we've done a really good job and really shown up for the work and like have dedicated ourselves to doing this. Yeah. It it feels really good. You know it. It's mm-hmm. in your gut. It's in your whole body. It just mm-hmm. is just around you. So you know when something's good. Yeah. It's well, a good thing. This is good. It's a good thing. And this podcast was good. It Thanks was for so coming good. on. Yeah. My pleasure. <laughs> All right. Alicia and Lomoko out. <laughs>